My name is Louise Cameron Edlund, co-creator of Shapeshifter. I work with powerful women who are here to blaze a path of liberation with their sacred fire. Women ready to come out from hiding backstage at their own show to take place on the global arena. Women no longer agreeable to the mainstream, surviving from the scraps of their potential. They're here for the full feast. <laughs> here to not for one moment compromise and be available to so much more. These women are following the pulsations of wisdom from their sensual soul to live a legacy. And my name is Marie Ditulio. I'm a coach, a magician, an activator who loves to play the game of life with ever-evolving, empowering rules. The powerful women I help know deep inside that they are an awakening force in the world. Together we activate their magic and magnetism and they love having the power to impact others with the delight they take in themselves. And that turns them on. Together, we deep dive into their soul destiny and the creation of their soul ambiance, that special realm where it feels so delicious to be their ever-blossoming self. Welcome to Shapeshifter, the power to create. It is a sacred space to dive into the mystery and birth your ever-flowing ideas into this world. Get ready for a soul-to-soul conversation where you're energetically held beyond space and time by Louise and I. We know how precious you are. We love you. We see you. Welcome, shapeshifter, to the void, where Marie and myself, Louise, will be meeting you in this moment. to bring our attempt to bring words to the energy, to the unspoken. Why? Liberation. Awakening. The joy of mastering our abilities to move energy into our realities and specifically in service to something. Whatever we are each individually choosing for that to be right now. And we have no clear theme for today. What's alive in me is this energy of fire. This fire represents passion for destruction of what is old and no longer in service to me. And this passion for dissolving, breaking down that which is old and no longer service in this world. And I've been in Sweden on a vacation. And of course, if anyone knows me, I don't really know if there's ever such thing as a vacation from the depths <laughs> and I've been sitting in nature and been going deep and nature's been moving me to to tears in this nudge into more alignment to what's real what's really important to me and I've realized 
where I have been attempting so much, trying so hard, following the blueprints that have been given to me in marketing and everything, that I've forgotten the whole point. I've forgotten the depth of my mission. And this fire, this burning down of who I've presented myself to be in order for me to awaken into, and the word is definitely woman, medicine woman. And I'm feeling so calm and mellow and so fiery all at once. Um, I just want to share that. <laughs> I love it. It brings me back to the past where as a young girl, all I, all I could see myself be is a medicine woman. But it was funny because I was always thinking, as long as I don't have to drink the medicine. <laughs> and here, it, it just comes back to this. As we're facing the fire, it's all about tasting the medicine. It's about how, like... Us women leaders in the industry, it's all about how can we be so honest and truthful with who we are so we can bring that to the world. And definitely the energy of the fire is going to destroy all parts of our, all kinds of parts of ourselves to evolve into our truth, into our essence. And that's this energy of being the living proof of your work. I mean, we all know that you have genius within you. We all know that. Sometimes maybe you forget, but we know that. And maybe you even know that you have that and you know you can offer people, clients, whatever your line of work is, you can offer your genius. But are you the living proof of it? Are you really that living proof? Can you say, wow, I've like, I've burnt it out like from myself, like I'll give you an example. Clients that come to me, it's effortless for me to help them create abundance, create prosperity. It's, I hone the codes and it's effortless. But there were some points, at some point I was like, oh, I was okay with, I'm really good at doing that for others. And I didn't take the ownership to be the living proof, to do it for myself first. And so that fire is so ever active in the energy when you decide to be living proof, To you decide that you're going to go first, that you're, it takes courage, but it's just your own medicine, right? It's like being your own medicine woman. So I love where we're going with this today because we're just going into more of our own truth and our own truth is never in the past never in the future mm, love it and as i'm hearing that i find it funny because we often hear and of course like everything up until a point it's so true to lead and be first you want to bring through the prosperity codes 
be prosperous first. And it makes me smile when I think about myself. And I quite often get asked, are you in the music industry? Like, have you worked in music? And I'm like, no, I've never done that. I work with multi seven figures, extremely prosperous women. Have you ever done that? No, absolutely not yet. Here I am working with the most successful, and I put it in, you know, the inverted commas, successful, influential, impactful people on the planet. And it's not who I am. It's not what I'm leading from. And this is the power of our fire. It's the power of our medicine that you do not have to be where the people you're feeling called to bring into your energy, into your containers are. And a lot of medicine women overlook their medicine. And the fire gets to burn everything down. I want you to start fresh. I want you to start fresh in who you are in this moment. I want you to be fresh on who you want to call in. And know that you are the universe. You are source. You are connecting with God. And when we burn away the goals and the visions that simply are not aligned to yourself as the shapeshifter of the creator herself in motion. Bring it away. And when you allow yourself to declare your medicine, like for me, it just comes again and again why I believe I end up working with who I work with so effortlessly. And you might have a totally different group of people. It's because I say to myself almost every single day that I am open and available for the earth, for source, to bring me the exact very small, very select number of people who are here to receive the transformation of my work and not just for any old fucking reason, not just because they're celebrities or not just because they are extremely successful, prosperous people. No, it's because these are the very small select number of people who are here to cause disruption in the world. They're here to cause the disruption that leads to the conversations and the words being spoken that wouldn't get to be spoken. They're here because they want to reach those who feel left and forgotten in the shadows to be seen and to be liberated and justice for all. Like that's how deep I go. 
and I am not here for anything less. Do I still go for less? Do I still need to be nudged and reminded? Yes, absolutely. But connecting to that core is is my medicine. It's your medicine. It's how deep are you willing to go and how can you use the fire to burn away any part of you who is attempting to limit the depth of your mission here in service to the earth, in service to the collective. That's so precious. And I feel that's that's such a beautiful way to put it all together in a way that as I was giving this example of creating prosperity, for example, there was this thing that that's like us finally owning that I have those codes within me. It's not about it's not about the money. It's about the feeling. Prosperous to me is 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 in everything. But it's like if I allow, if that magic is so effortlessly transmitted or to others, how can I as easily use that fire energy to just welcome it into my world? Because I mean, that's who we are, and all of those codes. And I'm not saying Marie holds the codes for prosperity, and I'm special because I'll be honest. You have them in you as well. Mine happens to be my life, my my life's work, but it's not, it's not about when is better. You we all have them, but we get to embody all of us. We get to welcome all of us. And as part of that beautiful energy of the gifts of the codes that we hold each and every single one of us there there's so much it's demanding of us to really trust source life to trust and to trust that we will know when we know it's so we're so often conditioned to just act, do, 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 do. And there's this beautiful opportunity here to say, I'm just going to trust what's within me. I'm just going to trust that I'll get my answers or I'll get the impulses every single second as I go. And if we allow the fire to just do its job, to destroy what needs to be destroyed. And if we come back here as the new woman, as the new shapeshifter, and there's always a new shape to take on, as the new shapeshifter, then we can always come back to our body and trust that through our intuition, we will have those impulses. We'll know what to do. We don't have to do more and more and more. And part of the destruction for me is to also get that we don't have to do more. We get to do much less when we decide to trust that you'll we'll know when we'll need to know. Okay. I was just going to share as you're speaking, I am seeing and there will be a way to look up this exact story because I remember parts of it and it's the the story of when the 
god of the underworld, and this is in the, the more tantric philosophies, had lost his gratitude to nature and a very revered, and I might not use the correct term, but let's just say monk gifted him a flower. And he just looked at it like, oh, yeah, thanks, and tossed it aside. And the teaching of that story goes that what happened was his very prosperous kingdoms that were flourishing with so much prosperity and wealth and water and richness and food and everything all begun to die. And he got so desperate that he called upon Vishnu to help his dying kingdom and Vishnu's counterpart, so they say every god has a goddess counterpart, and Vishnu's is Lakshmi, which is the goddess of the prosperity and the beauty and the abundance, is they say that the feminine gives the masculine the power, so he cannot do anything until he goes to his feminine counterpart, Lakshmi, and she was residing in the oceans, and they went down, and she wasn't there, because that's what she does in situations where she doesn't feel revered, she doesn't stay and fight. She's not Kali. She's not going to, you know, get her sword out and fight for this. She's just going to go off. Okay, bye. <laughs> and the only way to resolve this was by giving reverence back into that force that sustains life. To give your reverence into the nature into every flower, into every fruit, into everything that sustains your life, nature. And only then was everything restored back. And the reason I love these stories is because I was the yogi who went and lived in India for the winters and went in the ashrams and knew all the tantric philosophies. I'd be able to recite this story way better a few years ago. <laughs> and I love it because I can often lose my center. And it's funny because Marie and I were speaking, I'm in human design, the channel of awakening. And Marie knows so much about human design and the gene keys. And I was saying, hey, I want to know more about awakening. Do you know this? And she's saying, well, often there's there's greed. <laughs> and the level above greed is your, you know, aspirations, which is great, gets you through that. And then above that is awakening. And I can often go in and out of these different places within greed, personal aspirations, and then finally back to my core awakening. And it always brings me back into center nature and that's what I've been doing this last must be nearly two weeks time in, in Sweden is sitting in nature and giving my offerings I instead I'm not asking for anything I'm just giving I just want to give I want to give back I want to revere the ground that I walk in and my every step I want to revere every single tree and thank it for the oxygen that breathes into my lungs and sustains me in my path and my vision. Every blade of grass, every flower, every bee, every everything. And I'm noticing 
what that awakens within me as I do that. And it's given me a deepening into my work. It's giving me nothing I've not known before, but a permission to go even deeper. It's actually supporting and sustaining my vision. I've been, you know, signing up five-figure clients in this process of simply connecting to the earth and revering it and seeing I cannot be prosperous. I cannot be prosperous if the earth is not prosperous. I cannot be prosperous if everybody in the earth is prosperous. How can I be prosperous when there are women on the other side of the, the world in war-tone countries going through hell? I can't. And it humbles me. And it brings me back into my message of sometimes I get lost in my own personal gains, but I cannot be prosperous until I face these deeper missions within me, until somehow I find a way to have conversations with the women around the earth that need to also prosper too. It brings me back into, I guess people say it's the age of Aquarius, right? The collective. So I can't even explain what fulfillment I'm going to receive from being realigned to this deeper, more important for me in this moment mission. And that's the beauty with this space. That's the beauty with taking time to send offers and prayers into the earth and parts of the world and parts of humanity. When we know what we know and we know it, we're all one. And when will be the moment, if this message relates to you, when will the moment be where you really allow your work, your breath, your art to be that bridge to bring prosperity to all? However, you are seeing that to be possible through your incredible incredible unique lens yes 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 I love that it, it so ties into my my mission in life is so simple it's really to create a world where every human being is abundantly living from their unique gifts and talents so being totally from their heart and that to me why is it so important is because I feel that when when you share your talent with everyone, you're also, you know, you feel seen, you're belonging, and there's so much more of you in the equation. It's allowing you to flourish even more, to blossom and, and more and more. And I love this because the way you're bringing it is such a beautiful, it, it's your energy. We were talking about human design or gene keys earlier, and it's your energy. That's your pearl that's your energy of prosperity that's how like the more you're in that trusting energy of like contemplating life and allowing connecting to nature that's the line like nature is the line six like you're so being you and you're giving yourself that space and as you do that you already know that you'll see the results in your life you're feeling it we all know it from the way you're talking about it it's the same for every single one of us. You just opened your heart 
that's the aspiration, right? The aspiration is all about, let me see what's in my heart. What are my desires? Oh, I want to connect more with nature. I want to give more to nature. And as you're doing this, you're awakening to the next level of who you are, of your truth. You're giving yourself the space to be in your truth. You're giving voice to your truth and you're saying, I'm going to share more of this because it makes me feel good. And of course, to create the world I want to create, we need every single being sharing what feels good to them, sharing their truth, feeling safe to share their truth. And so that's the world we're creating here. And you're you're creating such a beautiful space for us to be even more of ourselves. So thank you, uh, Louise, for that. Yes. And thank you, Marie. <laughs> Um, so beautiful how the way you word that is the safety to be who we are and that's the reason and the intention that both of us have with this podcast and we recognize ourselves not as or maybe I'll speak from behalf of myself here. You can fill in, but not a not as a teacher, not as a someone to give you anything that you don't already know that we're here to meet as equals. And we're here with such gratitude for how each and every single one of you have been showing up in your inner worlds, in your outer worlds, so that we practice having more of these conversations. And the energy that you all bring, you're already there. And I'm so curious with what you would desire to sit down and share with us what you feel you would absolutely love to bring in as a perspective here. What you feel you could evolve or elaborate on or contribute. Maybe you have a different view. And these are the types of conversations I get so excited about having when we really meet as the shapeshifters, as the equals. What do you bring to this conversation? It's so powerful and I do want to answer that question because we spoke about it a little earlier, but there's this part, like we're talking, I just talked a little about human design and gene keys. And I have this key, um, key 51 about Thunder, initiation, awakening. And I've been, and I love that you're bringing it that way because I've been thinking that awakening or initiation is so, it's something like, it's like, it's not fun. It's, it's painful. And therefore me being the thunder, I'm going to hurt you. And of course, when we're talking about bringing ourselves out into the world, 
I didn't feel so safe to know that I'll hurt you because then if I if you're hurt, you're going to reject me and then I'll be hurt. And I don't want that. So I'd rather stay safe and totally hide. In French, we say between the paint and the wall. So that's who I used to be. And then, but but then something, some a new image of that same energy came to mind. And seeing the word initiation as a softening into more of who we are, into more of our light. And that's our invitation to you today. How can you soften into more of your truth? And the word soften is so, so, so important because we started by saying the fire energy, burning it all down. And it's true, but can we hold the dualities of at the same time that the fire is going to be there, this is going to be just a softening into my true self into my true light, into who I am. And the next version of me, knowing that it's in service of, because it's a softening, it's in service of, it's not against. And anytime you're going to face that fire, it's a softening of. And I'm going to elaborate on softening. I'm just smiling, thinking of many of my clients who are, you know, very successful. Um, they will describe themselves as, you know, the the addicts to the productivity. And they desire the softening, but it's literally like, yeah, but how? And one of the best ways for me personally, I've experienced softening is to really remind myself again and again and again and again and again that the less I focus outside, okay, I need to do this, 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 this to get that. It's out there. It's out there who I, what I need to do to become who I know I'm going to be. It's outside. I need to do this, this, this to be this who I want is out there and I need to do this to, 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 to get that and for me especially in the quantum world okay yes technically to a degree it is outside but you are connected to everything that exists energetically in the quantum it's inside so it's not going out and focusing on the outside world and what's there and how you need to do it it's inside here and it's going inwards into yourself it's a breath it's a letting go of the control to allow yourself to receive who you are, what you're connected to, that has always been there, always will be there, and is literally waiting for you to take five breaths. And realize there's nothing to chase. That's softening. 
I am so excited by this conversation. <laughs> and I'm like, but I'm not in the energy of softening here. I'm just totally excited. But I'm excited because to me, what the softening means also, it's a deep, deep, deep inner trust. It's a deep love for yourself. And that love for yourself, it's unconditional love. And it's so trusting. It's so present. It's so knowing that it doesn't have to do. It just will receive those impulses and they will be effortless and they will have to do it. They will like, it will be spontaneous. It will be like in the flow. And so when we're in that energy of do, 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 we're missing all of that magic that we have that's the shortcut to where our heart wants to go so we're creating a space by loving more of ourselves by allowing ourselves to trust that our body is our body will tell us the next step and when we allow that we well, we collapse timelines. I mean, we're doing much less and having much bigger results. And it's not like it's how can you trust that you know? Because you do know. I love the word trust in the way it's going because it's so true. As you're saying, that link between softening and trust. If you trust, then there's no need to use your precious thought energy and mind energy about how is it all going to work out what if it doesn't work out what do i need to do for da, da, da. and i'm not saying there's not a time and place for reflection of course there is but if you trust then you trust so there's a different energy that you will reflect on sometimes the exact same questions that's a softening because you know it's all going to work out. So we get to have an openness. We get to have an expansion within the reflections, within the questions, within the working out our desires as how we might choose to take an action. But if you trust, you trust. <laughs> So we get to play the game differently. It's not about doing. And it's not even about I get to do. Because sometimes our mind's going to trick us into, oh, I get to do. But it's just about following what feels fun and blissful. What feels fun and blissful. And keep on repeating that. And it's so interesting. I had the funniest example this weekend. Um, all of a sudden, I feel like I need to go to bed. It's in the middle of the afternoon, the sunniest afternoon, and I'm the summer girl. So that doesn't make sense. But I decide to listen to the impulse because it's very, very strong. I get into bed. I'm feeling so tired, but I can't sleep. And then I got the image of um, in my room, there's a cupboard kind of that's like placed one way, an Ikea cupboard. It's placed one way and I'm seeing it the other way around. And I'm like, now I'm not tired anymore. I'm feeling the urge and I have, have, have to move it now. 
and I'm refraining because I'm like, that's not logic. I, I was tired a second ago and then it's still sunny. And then like, no, let's just follow the urge. I followed that, but then everything unfolded effortlessly. And it was all about, I didn't miss anything. And now actually everything in my life is from a different perspective because I chose what was effortless every single second of it. And I also chose that my body knew, so I wasn't missing out on anything. I was offering myself the shortcut to where I want to go. And do I trust that moving the cupboard around is the thing that will totally revolutionize my next step? I do. I don't know how. I'll connect the dot later. But that was fun because it was like so, yeah, there's no logic here. No logic here. And that's not, your mind is not here for that. You could definitely use your mind to question how you want to move forward until you find the excitement that comes from your body and says, yes, that's how we want to go forward. But don't use your mind to control things, soften into what could be, trust what could be, trust that your body knows. It's just an like, the game is not the same when you trust your body. And I was uh, laughing as you were talking about the IKEA cupboard, and I thought to myself, based on the conversation we had before coming on about you know taxes and tax returns, sometimes the cupboard is the and it's funny I was going to say the shitty task, but <laughs> for lack of better word, I'm going to use that. Sometimes the cupboard is the shitty task, and if your body tells you, oh. All of a sudden, something comes into your mind, something you forgot to pay or something blah, blah, you don't want to do or something you'd stuffed inside a cupboard of your mind or a literal cupboard. Whatever it is, it's following the impulse. And, you know, Marie said it's about following the bliss. And if it doesn't feel blissful to do the taxes or if it doesn't feel blissful to face something, doesn't mean that it's not a blissful experience it means that there is some resistance or there's some story and that gets to be different and you get to move that cupboard <laughs> whatever that cupboard is to you in this moment literally or metaphorically I so love that because yesterday I was doing my taxes and it, it was in me, it was like, okay, I'm doing my taxes. It's about time. I've been putting it off for no reason whatsoever that makes sense. And I'm like, but how can I make it totally magic? And then I first I figured, well, let's make it po potion. Let's make it really magic. Let's put the most amazing music. Let's really make it put a smell that I that feels totally delicious. But I'm like, but what is my real intention? And I was like, wow, I just want every second of this process to be prosperous. I want to be to appreciate how abundant and ever-growing the flow of money is. And I was like, every transaction, I want to see that, wow, life supported me. Life created that. And so normally a day of taxes wouldn't have been, well, it would have been very, very bad. And I woke up this morning so full of energy thinking, oh my God, this was so powerful. It was so much fun. And the Capricorn part of me or the 
the the part of me that creates the prosperity of course she's having a blast doing taxes so let me reconnect to that idea and i played with that and i had fun i completed it today and it was so much fun and there was a part of me that would be saying well maybe you should be doing this and that and i was like going back to the fun i'm totally abundant here i'm seeing all these numbers they're amazing. They're made out of thin air. I created that and I'm going to create more and more and more of it. That's like, how can I play more with that? And now I'm like looking, almost looking forward to next time. Well, I am looking forward to next time because I know the energy that was here is going to move mountains. Mm-hmm. I soften into it. And it just brings me back around. It's like, What's your story of this? Because I know you have them, shapeshifter. <laughs> what is it that you want to teach to yourself right now? Because there's nothing left to do because really the core of everything we're saying is, is you are connected. You know what to do next. You know the nudges and you know that when you follow them, it's going to move the energy and connect all the dots and bring it all to you. So how does that get to look for you? And of course, you won't know that from the mind, but it's the the opening and the re-reminding yourself that the body will guide you. So let it guide you, whether you get that through now, whether you get that through in an hour, Whenever it comes, because you know it's going to come at the right time. When you're at a rave dancing, when you're sitting out under a tree connecting to the roots while you're coloring in, while you're cooking, while you're having a shower, whatever it is that you're doing. But make a promise, make a commitment to yourself to really deeply listen to yourself from this moment. And share your story. Share your teachings. Allow you to be you. And allow us to witness you. Yeah, and even deeper than that, just fucking be you. Who cares who's watching? (laughs) Who cares wherever it's going? How good it feels to be you even if there is no one or no thing around. Just be you. Mm. I love this. And I want to go further with this because I had a conversation this morning with a client. And my client was kind of saying, well, in my situation right now, I'm so grateful for everything I have. But if I'm honest, I don't have much. And and she and the idea was like, I want to live more because being you is living, right? And the whole point of us, I want you to live. I, that's the invitation, being more alive, bringing all of you here in the now. And because she felt she couldn't do, she didn't have a car, she couldn't go different places that, although she was so grateful for the moment, but there was still this part of like, I'm still boxed in i'm still in a prison 
And the invitation, everything we talked about today is how can you own that you're not in a box and that it's all available to you. Life is all here for you now. Even if you can't drive anywhere, you can still feel it all here, even though you can do cannot do this or that or that. Like the whole point of let's open the box. Let's open the box and let's open the box and be more of you. Take more space. Become more of you in that same space. There is space for you to be here everywhere around you. It's all about burning down the fires, trusting that you know how to open the box and that opening the box is always in service. I just heard the matrix. The best way to bend the spoon is to realize the spoon isn't there. Mm. The best way to open the box is to realize there's no fucking box. There's no limitation. There's no blocks. There you are. Always connected. Always vibrant. Always your fullest expression. Easy. There you go. That's a quantum shift. There's no box. You being here is no coincidence. You are the powerful trailblazer who is here to set an entire new standard of what a woman in her power really is. If you've been activated, turned online by this transmission and you feel it, you know it, that we are here to work together on your next level mission. Send me an email to info at louisecameronadlund.com where I am here to make sure you not for one moment compromise your standards and be worthy of so much more. Step forward. I see you. Oh my God. This was so much fun. I'm very grateful you were right here with us for another episode of Shapeshifter. If you enjoyed this episode or feel the calling to be activated in your transitions to go deeper and faster, DM me on Instagram, Marie D2, or on Facebook, details are in the show notes, to spark your magic like never before. Join us next week for even more magic. See you then.